Last time on Geek Force, the squad talks about The Mandalorian, Blood of Zeus, we discuss Avengers and in all those updating news, we talk about Mass Effect, and are you looking forward to getting a PlayStation 5 for the holidays? You probably shouldn't. Find out what we're talking about now on Geek Force. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. Today, we have a lovely squad of Amy, Marlon, and Ray with me. Welcome, you guys, to a brand new episode. It's so great to be back. (laughs) Um, Yeah, happy pre-Thanksgiving week. The week before all the shopping and stuff and turkey. If we still do that. Yeah, in the, in the land of the time of uh, I, COVID, I I haven't done turkey in a couple of years now. I think that tradition's kind of aging out here. Let's, because uh, I mean, who really likes turkey like that? It's just turkey lovers. Turkey. You had to have it the correct way, which is a that's deep fair. fried turkey. That's the only way. I think that's the only way to have turkey because it's the driest of all the chicken. No, there's, like, there's, you there's, that bad boy. Or if you make like turkey ramen. Mm. No, that, I've, turkey had it, I've had it when it's like brined for like two days and then cooked good and then it's nice and moist. That's the only real way. That's the only other way you can do turkey. But yeah. I'm all about the ham. I, gotta, I don't care. I gotta fry that bad boy. I gotta dip it in some full grease and let it just. Yeah, that probably is delicious. If you want some fried turkey uh, at my uh, abode, That's right. You're right. we're going to be having some fried turkey. So squat, come by, get you a plate of fried turkey. It'll be delicious. Through like Except, a plastic uh, glass thing, really? Yeah. Like, uh, it out, my like, goal, I have a turkey meat slingshot. So I'm going to lean gonna out of Sherman's window and just like slingshot turkey into your mouth. <laughs> It'll be fantastic. Uh... Well, y'all talk about food. I'm all talking about like what to buy and take advantage of these cyber cells, knowing like <laughs> the PS5 is so far away. But hey, there are other things to get, right? Hopefully, we'll hear that <laughs> soon from Marlon's Corner. I mean, PS5 in itself is it's a fun. I'll tell you more, but PS5 has been, uh, I'm not going to get one this year, but tracking the stories about people trying to get this game and retail stores doing their the hardest uh it's, it's been <laughs> it's been entertaining so i'll play you more in more of that later but it's been uh, fantastic you always wait and they're bugs i've heard our, i already heard yeah. the story of the bugs yep, and i'm just you like, always wait thank goodness i wait um yeah so let's just jump right in we're going to continue our mandalorian watch uh so far this this is like chapter 11 harris Harris? 10 10 no 11's right i think think 11's right right. okay don't make me doubt myself anyway (laughs) um this i feel like this this is the strongest episode today cat this is the strongest episode so far uh in the season, in my opinion, we get some we get some plot, we get some character development, we get some motivation, you know, and it I mean, we kind of already know, but don't know what's in store. And so I feel like this episode kind of opens the doors towards what we are expecting and looking forward to. Um, what do you guys think for this? I forgot. Oh, what's the title? It's called The Harris. Harris. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that like Raymond brought it up like earlier that you know these that he's like he's probably a, a different sect of Mandalorian, and we get the full backstory of like your people are from some dude that fully uh, was like, great, I'm gonna do my own thing, and like dipped out. Like you're kind of not true Mandalorians in a sense, but I like we we got that full dump of like, great, like we called it. There's a different group of Mandalorians that are like. Uh, existing within these other Mandalorians who also just take off their helmets full Django Fett style, like not really caring and watching They're his the real Mandalorians. Like, yeah, and then, he, and then he was just like, that's not the way. And they're like, your way is weird, homie. Your, your way is <laughs> No, no, I, 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 actually he said, your way is like a cult or like she like said that yeah, you're, religion, you're a part yeah, of this cult. cult. And I was like, damn, she called it a cult, bro. So he's just like, wild to like watch episode <laughs> just dumped every like expositional backstory of things they basically just tied in everything in this universe so it's like great here's why we're here 
and here's what we're after, but also here's how Amanda like is also in, in, included in this. So it's very it's a good episode. I think it was the biggest and the most important, like you mentioned, Kat, because it finally gave us some meat. Um, they have been like dangling some like appetizers our way, some scraps, but this fun is like great. Like we're gonna give you like the full top layer of the sandwich because like we're we're like really serving up a good a good dish. So be ready for it. So I like that. I like that there are some questions that were answered. Um, so that was fantastic. And also, we got to see some throwbacks from uh, another Star Wars franchise. That's your cue, Raymond. Because <laughs> Raymond has watched all of the, the Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Wars, I watch all the legends. Star Wars. Um, <laughs> what's great is that uh, she, A, um, has been waiting for this time for years now, probably. Uh, good old Katie Sackhoff mm-hmm. uh, playing this character since, I don't know, 2013. When did Clone Wars start up? I honestly don't remember. It's been a while. Around that time. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, she's been playing this character for a long time. And she finally got to put on the suit for who she's been uh, voicing for this long, um, which is great because to before we get completely off the topic of the Mandalorian sex, Bo-Katan was like one of the original leaders of Death Watch, which is what I'm assuming is Mandalor- our, our Mandalorian's like backstory of who he's part of because uh is he used to be part of death watch and so i she she led it for a bit of time uh back in clone wars so she knew she certainly knows all about uh this is the way um that's why she said it back sarcastically 2008 yeah. 2008 well i was way off uh, yeah dang, um, she for a minute Mm-hmm. So yeah, so this is ago. this has been a long time in the making. That's older than the Marvel. That's almost older than the Marvel universe. It's right as there. long as the Marvel. Yeah, uh, the start of it. <laughs> wow. And we finally got like those two worlds literally combined. And I think for me, the moment that like maybe like sit like straighter up. I'm like, wait, what did I just hear? Was when she drops that you're gonna go meet Ahsoka, and I was like, did she just say she's gonna meet Ahsoka? She's got it. She's got it. I was like, so this is like legit, this is happening. They're doing this. <laughs> oh my God, they're doing this. So I was like, okay, I'm listening to everything you're saying now because you're dropping nothing but just straight up like exposition oh, yeah. that you need yeah, to know. Was... I'm like, like, girl, keep going. Tell me all the tea. You're just like, tell she me. definitely was, there. She was definitely an exposition device in this show, which oh, yeah. I mean, is fine. It needed some exposition. Like, she got to be some exposition and like and some cameo. cameo. And and a cameo and a cool fight scene all wrapped up in an amazing uh blue armor but um yeah it was great i um i think my favorite part of the episode was uh uh mandalorian knowing better than having the kid come up to the come up to the Kraken pit uh, and then but like he did it anyway and then the dude was like yeah and then he lost he lost his <laughs> He lost it. He was tired. He wasn't thinking all the way. I think no, I, I feel that. like he was uh he, he was becoming like almost like more human, almost like like less robotic and more of like, oh I am kind of curious. Let me check this out. And it's like, no, you should have been like, I'm not doing anything with you. I'm standing over right next to the asset and I'm gonna like be like watchful. But he's like, Well, me and the kid are having a fun time. He's cute, we're doing stuff. Let me go look at the Kraken. And like I'm like, nope. saying it if people are repeating that like you should i'd be like nah i'm good i'm good but i really feel like he's been tired because come on now right before what i wasn't expecting was when this episode started that we are literally continuing from the last episode i wasn't expecting that so like he's hella tired you know he just put this he just mended the ship as best as he could and you know he's half sleeping on the ship because you know you got to keep one eye open with this frog lady and this crazy baby and my ship's about to fall apart so crazy baby right so he's hella tired so when the man kept saying hey come look at this come look at this and he was like yeah i was like hold up why do you want to go look over there unless like you're tired because that's the only thing i was thinking of but maybe they wanted to have a family moment oh let's just look at the thing baby yoda but he was like yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i got sad when he kept saying save the child i got moved like i was like dang he sounded like a real father because disney did the right thing just save the child disney fully like turned up the like hey care about this creature enough to be like but baby yoda's at the bottom of the lake (laughs) (laughs) 
cares? Who cares if he just, you know, randomly eats like uh, randomly so just much. eats things like it's That's his, true. his job, you know. Go but jump like, in after no. him. But no. <laughs> and he was showing no. emotion behind that mask. I was just like, please yeah. listen to that man. Please. I truly thought that Bibiota was going to pull something off because they kept mm-hmm. showing that scene where like Bibiota used the force and I'm like, is Baby Yoda going to have to levitate a Kraken out of this water? Because that would have been fantastic. Ooh, I would have I I been like, listening to season finale. <laughs> it, it, like, it gets like real mad and it's like, you trying to eat me? No! It's like, I eat you. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, this child's crazy. But like, Everybody I, just I don't mind capsized. that we saw other mountains. But it would have dope to see Bibiota just like fully like super saiyan just like how dare you and like fling it into the moon you might be right that might happen I wouldn't be surprised if that happens later on this season I think you're you're calling a, a calling for a scene already Marlon oh, that yeah, might happen it's gonna happen but it's also gonna be like that like thing like when like the the Edward Norton Hulk movie came out and he finally spoke it's gonna be like maybe you'll do something and, and, and then it'll be like no we're gonna be like <gasps> no or they really want to like milk it and like make it like super cheesy. Baby Yoda will look at uh, and be like dad, and he'll be like, "Oh my god, I'm dead!" Okay, I will lose my shit too. Exactly. It's like I think <laughs> Baby Yoda's first words are either going to be something that's sort of, like declarative or like super cool, or it's going to be like something that's like daddy or father. Or, I feel like it was be those cuss words that uh that Mando be saying. I feel like he might be saying that too. He'd be like, Did say, you just say it's the way? Either way, it's gonna be something oh, that like connects to the Mandalorian because they really want to up that tear factor with Baby Yoda. They really want to take you to different emotional tears. They took some schools from Pixar and they're, they're gonna go in. Pixar people, you need to stop. Um, I like how Ray mentioned his favorite scene. My favorite scene was the whole confrontation of the the enemy. Like the dude from Lost was, I guess, like the leader of the ship, and he had his two little pilots, and just the whole scene of them hearing how their Mandalorians were on the ship. You know, they had to call their boss. Like, just it was just amazing acting because it was just like such a short and limited scene. But it had such great acting and comedy and action. And so, like, when it ended, I was like, oh, man, but you were great. But you know what? That was great. You know, that was just a, it was just it was a refresher to kind of just see villains at work. You know, it's not just like the villain of the week, like the, the people on the ship. It was just like, oh, you know us. We know what we do. Let's let's just let's just be bad. And it's like, oh, this is what it looks like. Y'all will get fucked up, you know? So mm-hmm. it just, it was a nice refresher to see that and just <laughs> people, they I mean, still got stupid ass so people well over too. there. Right, right, right. I mean, just, like, <laughs> I, it felt like any of those like really amazing, like, like with most like hallway fight scenes, you have to like really make the audience feel just as confined as the like participants are. And I thought that they did a great job of like fully showing you like how tight the spaces were for the Mandalorians to like not get hit. Also with like the fact that these people are like coming down only one hallway, they have nowhere to go. And you of course, you know, see them each, you know, take some hits and like really utilize their space and their tech to help them out. Which I thought was pretty cool. They kind of showcased, you know, the Mano's technology, his really interesting grenade <laughs> sticky thing that he just throws out whatever he wants to throw out. I thought he was going to use um, that like bird song weapon at some point that like shoots like 85 bullets in like various directions. Uh, but right. I like that they like really made us kind of like be afraid of like how tight he was and how close he was and like the minimal space and the distance he had to cover. It was shot very well to kind of like fully make you feel stressed out. And again, I think like Kat said, like that villain was a pretty good villain. Like I love that we he, we also saw him call his manager and was like, hey, so <laughs> uh, this is happening. Giancarlo. Uh, we're trying to get away. But this is happening. I thought I'd let you know. And he was like, great. Uh, we're not gonna help you. We're not gonna help you. <laughs> he's, he's like, like yeah, no, um, yeah, you have Mandalorians on your ship, and they're like about to come to the cockpit. Yeah, no, we're not gonna. You're gonna have to take that L, my guy. And he told him like, you know, you know, you know, we're not coming to save you, but also, you know, clean up. And you he's watch this like, bad guy do the ultimate bad guy move and kill his henchmen so that again they can't snitch. Uh, and then when he gets caught, he does the 
basic 007 <laughs> villain. He bites his electric capsule tooth and he short circuits out. Uh, and that was just, I felt like, like that was a great scene. It was intense. It was intense for a reason. And again, you get another uh, big uh, exposition, which is that like that, you know, that dark saber you saw at the end of the last season, mm-hmm. these Mandalorian are after it because they're trying to combine all these sex back together trying mm-hmm. to like you know re- like unite all the mandalorians under one ruling body and they need that black sword if you watch the other star wars that black sword that, that, that dark saber is like what's needed it's like if you have it folks are going to come to come to you and listen to you because you're showing that you are wielding um the dark saber which is wielded by uh, a mandalorian jedi right. so i'm looking forward to see if they're going to go more into that if they're gonna do like cool little like backstory, maybe a little cool little memory loop where we see a Mandalorian with like a dark saber and some Jedi. Uh, for me, that that would be uh, top tier. Just to watch a full like Boba Fettish dude with a lightsaber and, <laughs> and some other people, uh, that'd be fantastic. But good episode all in all, and yeah, this exposition episode was um, well worth the wait. If you were a little disappointed with how slow things were, this was like the big payoff. Yes. Especially for an ex- exposition episode. That's what's hilarious about it. Is it actually was pretty good for an ex- exhibition. Ex- words. Exposition episode. E-mail. I got you, Ray. You mean, do you, did you like, what were, did you like anything in this episode? Yeah. I, I thought it, it was very fluid. It, it, I mean, the action really um, pushed it, I think. Um, Cause you know, for the most part, I feel like a lot of episodes are like, you know, it's the, the story is kind of slow. It, it works its way up. So that I feel like this one was already like in a position to kind of just jump based on what happened in the previous episode. So, and also put some respect on the director. Yes. She held that shit down. Like that was super irritating. Like I keep seeing like, um, um, facebook things about like, howard's daughter or something yeah like like uh give her a movie i'm like well why not seems- i mean her dad's a director she she learned from the best it's in her blood damn it right, like, right. why not um i yes i really enjoyed it i'm really excited for next week i think it's gonna be oh my gosh i'm what what i'm curious is of uh, for this franchise is um once he gets baby yoda to where baby yoda has to go our audience is still going to stick around after I mean, Baby Yoda. That's what I'm curious gonna, about. They're not going to take... This is the Baby Yoda show at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, that character so, is honestly okay. more important to this franchise, I think, than the Mandalorian is. And his name is in the title. Um, <laughs> so so yeah. I personally don't think Baby Yoda will be leaving this show anytime soon. So you think he's never going to complete his mission? Is that what you're saying? Or the mission I, will change. I, I think the mission's gonna change. I think he'll complete the mission because I feel like that's like the ultimate thing is like getting him there. And my hope is that they choose to wrap it up in a way that doesn't feel like we're gonna keep doing this because because we want to keep you know get, getting money. So we're gonna give Baby Yoda reasons to like leave, and maybe we'll do a time skip. And oh, it's like ten years later, and it's teenage Baby Yoda. He needs to go oh, to this planet. No. But oh no, like some people are trying to capture like, him. Groot, like. I don't know. Mm. That's not going to happen because no. these things age too slowly. They're, that's, that's we're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to get a hundred year time skip where then he's teenage. He's like, there has to be like an, like an expiration in terms of like how much yeah. material they can use before it gets right? like, okay, you're just doing this just to, just to, Get some money here, like none of this is, you've like done all. Cause I feel like this is a, like a major kind of like Are they're pulling in uh, this whole Ezra storyline from Rebels at least a little bit. Or include Baby Yoda is a question though. I I feel like he'll take Baby Yoda to where he needs to go, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, we got him." You know, we're taking him in. Maybe between the transition of getting him to wherever they're taking him something bad's gonna happen like the that area is gonna be destroyed because you know star wars plants be destroyed every day so either the plant is gonna be destroyed or whatever the entire area is gonna be gone and you know mando's gonna have to go back and be like well damn i gotta go save this kid again maybe that's when he'll have his moment marlon when yoda has his moment of something and Hmm. 
Mando gets stuck with Baby Yoda again by the end of the season. And he's going to be think, like, I'm going to hold you and find you another new place for now. Ahsoka, but you're safe Ahsoka's with me. known to be a... Ahsoka's on the move right now in this universe. Like she's She has her own mission going on. I think he's going to get to her and we're going to get some... Some part of this is going to turn into, actually, you should probably just take him to his home planet. But I don't know where that is. Right. I'll come help you for a little bit. But I think we're gonna, what we're going to get this season for sure is some conclusion with the Darksaber. Either, mm-hmm. Maybe not a full conclusion, but we'll get... I feel like we're not done with Bo-Katan this season. Like, mm-hmm. her and Gideon have to have something going on. We have to learn about Mandalore and and what happened with the Purge and all yeah. this stuff. Um, so I think Baby Yoda would just be along for the ride for all of this stuff. And we mm-hmm. might not really... Ahsoka will be along for the ride for all of this stuff, too. But I think the mission is just going to turn into, no, I can't help you. I Like, you need to go find his planet. And that's mm-hmm. what's going to drag out this Baby Yoda so- side of things for a couple more seasons uh, while he yeah. then learns about his people uh, the rest of this show, too. Damn. Well, guess yeah. I'm going to be in for the ride. We all are. <laughs> They're not getting rid of this little We're child. We're on the Baby Yoda train yeah, to we this, don't know where. They're not getting rid of this child. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're also in the benefit of, like, they can go wherever they want to go with this. Uh, which is beneficial because you know, literally uh, the the main Star Wars universe that most of us know, like the seven, eight, nine, they're probably you know they'll stick between that world. Like they won't go too far ahead because of the fact that the, the last three take place at some point in time. But you know they'll they'll hear some news. Yeah, they have <laughs> some like space to to like grow and do things, and we'll see if they decide to bring in um, some of the main Star Wars characters or not. If they choose not to, then they can throw whoever they want from the books because there's just so much material to pull from. There is. Oh, that's that's good. Um, good stuff, and hopefully we don't have a season where it's like that season could have been over. Oh, I hope they don't have a season like that. Is there has there been other things about Baby Yoda's? people like in the star wars universe like has there been like or has it been like very like like, one other person i think like there was like i think one female reason for uh, that person very secretive society it was Hmm. uh because like i think it's only ever two examples of like of of a quote-unquote yoda and there's like it's like him and some other like there was one other character that popped up in in the side view of uh yaddle that was that was in the side view of like episode one and two but uh baby yoda was born already according to the timeline so Mm -hmm. um, who had him and where did he come from like that's the question master yoda (laughs) and yaddle and yaddle looks to be female so and now the child Maybe Yoda and Yaddle, you know, decided to do some conjugating and then just like, you know. He was born the same year as Anakin Skywalker, according to the timeline. So he was the baby that was supposed to save the world. Wait, baby Yoda? Maybe he was supposed to be the chosen one instead of Anakin. So baby Yoda is Neville and Anakin was Harry Potter. And it could have been a Neville story. Oh Lord. Can we not mix fandoms right now? I was just saying that the Amy's reaction. No, that's too much. Should we call it Raiders Voldemort? I can't understand that J.K. Rowling. The Harry Potter could have grown up to be Voldemort, but that's very clearly the man with the Horcruxes at Emperor Palpatine is very clearly very true. This man doesn't die. He wasn't supposed to destroy Ray. He was supposed to look for Baby Yoda. That was who he was looking for in Episode Seven, Eight, Nine. It was Baby Yoda. I found it. That was the key of the whole movie. Still do nothing. (laughs) 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 Okay. um, Either way, we'll see where they go with this. This is going to be interesting. It's a a strong property that has a lot of hype around it, and it hasn't gotten its name dragged (laughs) to the mud yet. So we'll probably see more of this before we'll see, hopefully, uh, another Star Wars canonical adventure. (laughs) Good luck. Um, one last thing was should have been called the child. 
Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like Mandalorian has a more bigger impact because of the history from oh, ever since Star Wars started. <laughs> you know, Mandalorians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the child is just, I feel like they found that more as like a like a catchy bit from the show, even though that is the core of the show, I feel like. But um, my question is, do you think we're going to ever see that frog family again? <laughs> no. No. You think that we're done? Okay. It's done. No, it's like how like in Dragon Ball, like you never ever got a chance to get to know the side people that are on the street that run vending stations. You just you see True. them, but maybe in like maybe in two episodes of the filler, and then you never hear them bring up that person that they again. talked to for two days ever again. Hmm. Okay. So, um, yeah, and it'll be great. And That's it. I I asked you guys this in the beginning of the show, but I'm going to ask because our listeners, when Baby Yoda was. Re, like meeting the baby frog that was born for the first time do you think he was finally understanding the the importance of you know why the eggs should not have been eaten and you know how important it was to this frog lady or do you think he was just setting him up so he can eat him later who's gonna eat it I, like, I, feel like he, I feel like we didn't see it but I'm sure he like licked his fingers when he got pulled off of the rug like oh, I want it but I want it bad like I feel like he licked his fingers when he got pulled away but that's I feel why like, he had that tantrum yeah he was like but it looks so tasty we'll see like I feel like he's a creature that at his young age he's you know driven by the id in his brain so it's like I need to eat I need to sleep and I need to be warm and I don't like to be cold. So he's just like reacts to that. So he's wanted to eat. I feel like if they like did a whole thing about the next episode, like he sees a frog and he's like, no, then I'm sure he's, like like, he's learned his lesson. But I'm like, yo, he's, he's just, he's powered by his innermost needs. And I'm not going to fault him for that. It's just who he is. He's just I, a kid that I just know. does kid things. All I know is when he when that thing jumped out of his soup and jumped on his face, I verbally said out loud, "That's what you get." What's his name didn't help him either. He just said, "Don't play with your food." Because <laughs> I think he, I think I think he in the back of his head was like, "See, you, <laughs> you deserve to have your little badass." <laughs> <laughs> There's <laughs> no concern. Like, give me five. Stop shouting. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then he got his little snack in the end. That baby too much. Disgusting. Yes. Um, but uh, <laughs> listeners, uh, stay tuned. I'm sure next week, whatever this episode holds for this week, we will we'll be screaming next it. week. It's directed by Carl Withers, I think. Oh, you, oh. Wow, so. I might be screaming. I don't even know what's going to happen. <laughs> I it now. But I, I just wanted to do a shout out to uh, uh, Bryce because she did a great job. And I hope to see more. I mean, people already are like saying she's the director of movie. I was like, hold on. Can we get this? Can we can we get through some more episodes, please, before she jumps into a movie? Because then yeah. I don't want I don't want them to give them a half finished script. Like, yeah, we were thinking about this. Just take over. And it's like, no, I want a complete, fully Star Wars script before you do that. But uh, but yeah. So um, I'm now gonna jump in to this topic because the mummy series had was like my favorite like movie series when i was a teen like i would watch those movies like all the time and when scorpion came scorpion king came out i was just like it was yeah it was a horrible movie but you know if you were a wrestler a wrestling fan back in the day that was rocky's big debut you were like oh my gosh he's a, he's a movie star <laughs> We call him Rocky for the Rock. He was he went by Rocky for a minute and then he changed. I still call him. You see, inner kids still calling him Rocky. Rocky, Rocky. Yeah, his like first like stage name was Rocky, and then when he turned to like full on heel, he's like, oh, I am the the Rock. rock. All right. Sorry, is twelve year old cat still residing? He was like (laughs) coming out kind of like, look, I'm like the black Rocky Balboa, so I'm. Rocky, Rocky, yeah. and then he was like, change it to me. Like, See, no, clearly, no, no, I watched wrestling. Oh, wrestling in the nineties was like a full art. It was a full. Oh, I yeah. love it. it That's storytelling. It was an anime. And now, nineteen ninety nine up to two thousand two, those were the golden years for sure. I mean, they're all on cocaine and, and 
painkillers, but I mean, it, it made for fantastic TV. Mick that Foley had to be on meth. I'm sorry. He just, he was breaking his body every night and he just got up and kept doing it again. Like that man is on crack. I don't even know. <laughs> that's why he has the best stories behind the scenes stories. But that's another episode when we talk about wrestling. I don't even know when we're going to do that, but I want to bring your attention. So it's been known that um, Universal Pictures and Dwayne The Rock Johnson have gotten together and they say they're going to reboot the Scorpion King movie. And even though this movie was horrible, Marlon, I know. But given that we have way better technology, um, Dwayne's going to be behind producing. They're going to find a new actor. They might... (laughs) I'd rather Jason Momoa than because I don't want him to call his cousin enough to fit into like he could fit in there we're just gonna slap on some tattoos with some bronze around it he'll fit right in if it wasn't 2020 I'd joke and say Jason Jason Statham but uh, it's 2020 so that was not gonna happen <laughs> wow, Raymond, that came out of nowhere. No, you're thinking 2040. What the hell? Just because they're best friends now. Clearly. Okay, okay. I think they'll have like a wild UK accent. You would listen to Egypt, would be hilarious. Yeah, it would. What's that whitewash Egyptian movie? Is it Gods and. Gods of Egypt. Gods of Egypt. Yeah, because they like that. bad. But I mean, that would be the worst. I know. That would be the worst movie ever. That movie was so horrible. But at the same time, we know it's not going to be a great movie. All I care about is if it's going to be a very entertaining blockbuster. Because it's been a minute since we've seen an entertaining blockbuster movie. I mean, Tom Cruise tried to revive The Mummy. Of course, I didn't even see it. You know, I don't think anyone saw it. I don't know if anyone saw it. Marlon saw it. It was terrible. I mean... It was here's the thing. It was a bad okay. movie for literally the, the the main reason of stating that this movie is going to start our franchise when you haven't even put the movie out yet. Like you're saying it like on release of the movie, this movie is going to be the flagship so, movie of uh, dark uni- of universal, dark universal, whatever horror studios, whatever been like tie in all their classic horror films. Oh yeah, you know, that's right. MCU esque design. We're going to have the Invisible Man and Dracula and the Swamp Thing <laughs> and the Werewolf and Frankenstein and the Just- Mummy's going to be our Iron Man. Just like uh, the Marvel, the, Mo- the Mighty <laughs> Morphin Power Rangers this. movie, that was supposed to launch a, oh, launch a Power Rangers franchise oh, too. Oh, no one had the nerve to end on to be contained. I'm like, no, you did. No one does that. <laughs> you mean you don't, don't know? <laughs> Talk about to be contained. You don't know. Even Michael <laughs> what is this? A weekly special? That. Even even Michael Bay is not egregious. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he knows he'll be back for another one, but he's not even going to be like, oh, here's to be contained. He's like, no, 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 I'll get there when I get there. <laughs> when I feel like it, um, but yeah, guys, that's what's happening. And I just, I just want, I mean, I already know you're like hell no, but given the fact that no. you know it's the rain and it's a movie that, that a, can this be man something made a movie else about a skyscraper. Okay, this man, this man, <laughs> literally is just throwing stuff on a wall and saying, "I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it." And it doesn't help. It does not help that these movies gross hundreds of millions of dollars. But what I do respect is that he at least knows why. Like most, if not all his movies, he tries to tie into the Asian markets because China and they absolutely love The Rock. So overseas is where he's making his, his big money. So San Andreas does terrible here, but does numbers over in the East. Uh, skyscraper. Just like San Andreas, but Wait, this time about a building falling down. Again, uh, <laughs> it's terrible here, but it's Guys, amazing over, over there. I don't remember that movie. When, when did that yeah. come out? No, the trailer. Literally, I the, the movie. He was fighting with the building. I don't even know. <laughs> running up and down this skyscraper, falling apart. 
And he's trying to save the world before the skyscraper falls on top of him. And he got Netflix. I don't know. Nessie, don't you want to see it, Amy? Don't you want to see it? I have no memory of seeing this as like an ad or anything. I don't remember this one. It's just not in my head. It low key didn't get a lot of push in the States, but in the movie, it takes place in, I think, either Shanghai or no, it takes place in Hong Kong. Oh, oh of course. Hell over there, and it did numbers over there because literally the like the, the I'm sorry, yeah, I think the I think the buildings in Hong Kong there are like also like big name Chinese actors and actresses in this film as well because they know right. we're gonna like this might not be like a Chinese movie but we're gonna get the folks that they come to see and fully like advertise it towards them. The states got some advertising, but like literally, if you ask anyone about skyscraper or whatever it was called, they'll be like. I thought that was a joke movie that he did like on a spoof show. Like, no, no, man jumped from a skyscraper to a helicopter at some point. It's not great. It's a terrible film. But he had to save his family. It's mind. like Die Hard. It's like Die Hard, but not Die Hard. It's basically the Die Hard. If, the is the building. Basically, Die Hard. If if McLean never left the building, if he like yeah, no, like Tower, and he like that's that's the, if he stayed in there for the entirety of the film and then left, that would be disastrous. And the village trying to kill him. Exactly. That's the difference. But, I mean, he knows what he's doing, and he makes millions of dollars from it. So I'm sure it won't be a great film, cat. But it'll right. be a film that will get bank. I'm definitely going to see him trying to be like, yo, like let's think about. Like the last moment we filmed at New Grade, these kind of films are very much dated. So how can we make a quick buck? Well, let's just bring in some actors and actresses from our our That's biggest markets. Maybe they'll bring in some Bollywood people, some 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 like they'll, they'll bring in some of them so they can get some some like people. people pull. Maybe they'll pull in some random, Bollywood. yeah, like you know from from India, like like the Bollywood mm-hmm. stars are big, and they also pull in. A lot of folks come see movies if they cross over to American films. I feel like this is a good film to so like great. Like, what if we just have them coming over to Egypt? I'm just uh, missing trade. the connection to Egypt. So that's that's all. That's I don't get why you made that jump. I'm literally just painting how I think they can like make the biggest bang for this movie is like them oh, doing gosh. that and then pulling some like China. I mean, then it would like, it would make a bunch of money at the market at that point if that's what they did. Yeah, like, we'll be number one in the year. We won't. Don't know why if they can yeah. pull together like, actors from the east that like are big they can do minimal numbers in the states but just do like go pop off when it crosses over in china in one day you like i feel like that's like we're like, movies, like the movie like valerian where it did terrible here but literally everyone else loved it it's like it's a fun movie it's like and, like it's not finished that made movie. With us okay. in mind, they had a, a specific audience, and they cater to that audience. So, The Rock can make a quick buck with this film if he does it in those ways, where he pulls in other actors from other places, and like maybe put some money into some travel agencies, uh, and they can like fully push out the name for this movie uh, within another country. So, that's so you're saying The Rock is like a big like he's like the United Nations in Hollywood where he really brings people together but for money yeah I mean tell me, like, I feel like that and also feel like his, his ex-wife is also a genius when it comes to doing what she does as well she's a smart producer I think right yeah she's a, a an intelligent woman so she if, if, if anyone's going to help him with this movie uh, she definitely knows like here's how and why we'll do it this way so I have nothing but uh, positive uh, thoughts in mind when it comes to this movie making money. Plot-wise, right. it's going to be just... Like representation. Yeah, but plot-wise, it's, <laughs> plot-wise, it's going to be milky garbage. Ew, that sounds so bad. It is. Well, I really feel like it'll be like at least better. When was the last time anyone besides me has seen a mummy movie or a movie about mummies specifically? <laughs> The Brandon Fraser one? In 2000. When did Scorpion King come out? 2001. Yeah. I feel like this isn't the market for it. Like, at least The Mummy and Scorpion King were, like, literally releasing within, like, time of each other to, like, oh, right. you know, it's a connection. But, like, the only connection people have with The Mummy is that terrible movie with, with Tom Cruise. So it's, it's 
it's not gonna oh, help. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Was the mummy the animated series after the Scorpion King? <laughs> it was after the mummy too. It was after the mummy too. You mean mummies alive? No, no. no first of all, Thank you I love that show. That show. <laughs> but yeah, so there was like a mummy animated series that was based like on like the movie with like these like like side That's adventures and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, Mummy's Alive. There. Yeah, but Mummy's Alive was during that era where like every cartoon had to be about a group of people that each had superpowers and can transform. It's about four mummies from ancient Egypt that were alive in the future and could in like the area, trans- in the Bay Area and what? could like transform like Power Rangers into like their like yeah. celestial forms and fight With crime. The power of raw. Okay, tell me all about this. I've never um, heard this before. Like, I, have, oh my goodness. I have it in my Dropbox. I can. Try to link you to it. What year did animation come out? Ninety. Okay, ninety-seven. And like the only way you could sell toys was to make a show. This is literally a show about toys because uh, they didn't look real. Show made for the sole purpose of selling you toys because they had to like have these little gold uh-huh. little trinkets on their body when they transform mm-hmm. and little like mechazords or whatever and things. It was a full nineties uh-huh. cash grab of like, let's make some toys in a show about that's really dumb, but has a catchy theme song. Uh-huh. Mummies it was alive. catchy as shit. We are the mummies. Fifty-five BC. We are the mummies. Either way, Google "Mummies Alive" and you'll yeah. just go down a rabbit hole of nostalgia with all these great TV shows that <laughs> came and so went. Much. Okay, thanks, guys. But now I think it's time for Marlon's corner. My corner is uh very uh, serious. I have a mahogany wood table and I'm wearing a tweed smoker's jacket. So we're going to talk about uh, an article from the Washington Post. Uh, and we're going to go over some stocks and some bonds in this conversation. Oh, yeah. so, our edition of Geek Force? I'm confused. Yes, this is uh, Ira Glass and um, we're going to- <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, no. So, um, I'm just gonna talk about uh, Disney as a whole, and like it gets really uh, like stocky. I'm gonna try to like cut down as much stock talk that I got out of the article that is just ridiculous. But anyway, full uh, disclosure: Washington Post released um, an article last week about how like Disney's profits are kind of plummeting. Uh, specifically the amusement park side of Disney. Um, they saw that like their operating income dropped about 45%. Uh, and that from a quarter that covers like July to September, they lost about $700 million. Um, and of course, if you like been on the news a lot, you'll notice that Disney parks are letting go of some workers and like reducing, um, a lot of like personnel. Uh, so there's like, it's really hitting them in those places. Uh, Disneyland is open in like Florida and I think in, uh, I want to say France as well, maybe. But as far as California goes, Disney is not open in California. Um, Mayor New, I'm sorry, get, get Governor Newsom has been very strict about um, opening up places that serve a lot of people. And the Disneyland theme park was one. He's like, hey, we're not going to open that back up. That's just an absolute no. It has so many people go to that park. So especially it's also like California Adventure across the way. But basically, Governor Newsom is like, we're not opening up that like that park or anything of that specific uh, type of business yet. Uh, so even with like those like so paired with like those low uh, costs are getting back and them losing things. Uh, Disney's chief executive officer like Bob Chipnick uh, definitely voiced his uh, annoyance with the governor at some point, uh, and he was like saying he was like disappointed that the governor was. Uh, doing this to them and that he's just like out here setting arbitrary dates and moving things around and he can trust us, you know, he can trust the way we do things. Like, look at our uh, facility over in Florida. Like, we're doing so good. Like, why won't you let us like open the park and do things? Um, but you can definitely see he's like saying these things because like they're taking a hit, you know, they're, they're California side of the park is just not open, not getting any money or any revenue. And even though the parks are open in Florida, like they're not seeing as nearly as many people as they usually see at those theme parks. So like even people coming in is like, so again, it's a global pandemic. So you should not be at a theme park 
and I'm glad that a lot of folks aren't disappointed that there are still a number of people going to these parks because a lot of folks should go to now. Oh, like it's so much easier to do things it's like great because everyone is staying home so they don't get COVID. Um, so there's that. But yeah, Disney's a little bit that whole thing and like they're trying to figure out how they're going to like make money. Uh, and even at a certain point, the uh, they were actually uh, with, with big companies like this, they were the people to kind of like make up those losses. What's also wild is that like they were uh, at some point going to release something called like dividends where like the stockholders get like some money or they or they get a chance to like you know get a little bonus for what they're doing. Uh, thankfully, like they were shamed by like a couple of activists, even like the heir of Disney or the heiress like had to say some things about like how that doesn't seem right that we're in a pandemic and you're gonna give us some money. So um, they've like been denying themselves that and they deny themselves that again. And I think this Thursday they're gonna make sure they don't they don't get any more money, but they're still choosing to you know let people go and they're really pushing for parks to open back up because again they need that money. Um, where they are getting some of that money back, although, is in Disney Plus. Disney Plus has definitely been like, you know, kind of the saving grace. You know, they're they're pushing like 60 plus million subscribers. Um, they've had like shows on there that got Emmy nominations. About, like, I think they've gotten 14 Emmy nominations so far for shows on their platform. And of course, it's the home of uh, the beautiful and lovely baby Yoda. So they're definitely getting a lot of folks who are like are subscribing and coming in. Uh, I mean, even as much as we hated it, uh, they're counting the fact that uh, that Mulan movie that was like 30 bucks to, to like rent when it came out, they've been hinting at, okay, oh, hey, listen, like we're not going to release how much money it made, but from what our data looks like, we'll probably do this again in the future. So uh, be prepared for them releasing uh, $30 movies on their platform uh, because again, they're not going to probably resume shooting anything until 2021. As far as movie theaters go, um, we'll, We'll see when we get allowed into one. So look out for that. But again, the Disney Plus is helping curb those losses. However, Disney Plus still isn't like all that profitable yet. I mean, they I think statistically speaking, looking at like the Washington Post article, they were saying that they could they're potentially going to be losing about two billion dollars every year until 2024. And then after that, they'll start making a profit. Uh, and when I read that, I was like, I, I, I had to be reading this wrong. There's no way this man is saying they're going to lose $2 billion every year until 2024 and still, and at that point, make a profit. That to me is wild. That much money they're losing, but they're saying, oh, it's fine. Like, that's okay. It's okay that we're losing $2 billion a year to 2024 because at that point, we could, you know, we could wind up turning a profit. So that to me was just wild just reading that and being like, this, this, this money this amount of money is a lot of money. I've and I can't believe they're okay with losing that. <laughs> Disney so, yeah. has infinite money. That is true. I had, but I, it's like the, oh man, that's like the thing you think about. I was like, yo, this, this company literally can like stand to lose and they'll be fine. But yep. that greed, man. Two billion a year. And they'll and they're still gonna keep it going. And they're I mean, letting people oh. go and stuff. That's just ridiculous to me. My poor cousin Elsa, Princess Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> my, my cousin is Elsa. Okay, but you said it like Princess that. Princess I'm like, Elsa. okay, Amy. <laughs> she and is Princess Jasmine's my cousin. Okay. She is. <laughs> she plays Elsa. She is Elsa. <laughs> I saw a green alien. I did. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I mean, at the end of the day, personally, I have no sympathy for Disney. Um, it, it they have they have commanded the world and still do despite losing like you said all sorts of money this year. They're going to they're going to drop like three Marvel movies next year and just be fine. Like, you know, they'll be okay. Hopefully. I mean, they have so they have two of those done. And they just, they're finishing the third one, like right now. Uh, so they'll have three by the end of next year. They'll be ready to go. <laughs> ready to go. I am interested, like, what kind of money they're going to stand to make once they stop losing $2 billion a year. Like, are they going to, like, great, like, now we're going to start churning out some more things because we're, like, out of the red into the black. So I'm wondering, like, how they're going to act once that, uh, once that loss period is over and they can afford to fully flex. 
I feel like they're flexing now, but maybe that's where all of these Star Wars shows are going to come in. Is like half of them are, yeah, and all these Marvel shows is like half of them are just like we're giving you snippets of things that we want to do once we're in the Mm. once we're in the black because technically we can't do these things yet, but we'll talk about them. That Moon Knight show, uh, but they started then they start filming Miss Marvel. Can't be Disney. Well, they isn't isn't don't be on Hulu. Isn't the people I with the like money? It's gotta be on Hulu because it's a little like. Oh, they announced uh, on Disney Plus. Really, Moon Knight out of all the characters, him? Unless it's not going to be He's the Moon Knight we know. Violent. Unless it's not going to be the one we know. His whole thing is that he has schizophrenia and he's violent, and it's like that's his whole oh. spiel. Is like, I mean, right. maybe because mind you, again, that's like that's ableist. So I'm wondering if they're gonna like adjust that part of him, or they're gonna be like, oh, he has like bipolarism, but like, how are they gonna portray that in a way that isn't uh, mental health? Yeah, so like, which is why I'm like, oh, like that could have like been the like, Punisher. And that's also on Netflix. I'm wondering, like, are they going to have, like, the kind of bandwidth to fully and accurately display uh, mental health in a way that isn't going to come off too cheesy and, and, like, Disney-esque? I mean... I don't know. Who knows? Marvel did it with uh, with Legion in a very successful way, I felt. But that's, that's true. That's on that, Fox. That was, that, I know, I know. I'm saying. But, like, I feel like true. we've had talks before about this. We're like, how is Disney going to become like Netflix? How are they going to house to, like, the kids and the adults? And like, maybe that, like, even though it sounds like an extreme thing, it might be what they need to, like, shift a little bit. I'm wondering. To be, like, I mean, more diverse for, yeah. like, more money. For more ass people who like seeing people getting sliced up. Like, you know, yeah. like, we were like, Deadpool. You know How are they going to do Deadpool? Yeah, they they, they have assured movie. us that the next Deadpool movie is going to still be rated R, even though it's, you know, it's bought by Disney. Disney. And I'm just like, where are you going to do it. that? Where There's are you going to put it when it comes out, when it comes out on the streaming service? Are you going to put it on Disney Plus? Are you going to put it on Netflix? Like, come on. There's a Blade movie on the docket, too. That's that true. is true in Blade right. notoriously slicing. They do not show Blade cussing and slicing things. someone. This is a fake Blade. They're gonna find their they're, they're, they're gonna figure it's it out. True. I mean, I feel like we've seen fight like I think we've seen sword fights in Marvel films where like, yes, people are dying, but we're not seeing like and also like I'm wondering if they're gonna do the thing that most Marvel films do, which is like they always end up fighting, killing, and decapitating aliens because they're not human figures. So are we gonna see like a blade film where like they're like they have a full like half man bat, half human face where it's like, oh, it's fine, like it's a full like bat face, so he can cut people and stab people and they have like purple or black blood because they're because they're, they're they're little monsters. Like if that's probably. where they can cut it. We'll see that way. But also, I feel like, you know, are we going to see Disney be like, great, we've been this, like, clean cut, you know, take us home to your mom, sweater vest kind of company. Like, <laughs> are we going to keep doing this? Because we want to take over the world. Now they call me mom. And like, the only way to take over the world <laughs> is to take over everything. So I'm wondering if he's going to put away or put aside that, like, Disney-esque side of themselves. Like, great, we're going to fully commit to taking over the planet. So we're going to have to actually do some PG and PG-13 and rated R stuff. Or if they're going to be like, great, you can apply to get Disney Plus. And once you get Disney Plus, it's going to be a parent zone where you got to, if you've set up parental controls, you got to punch it in to take a look at our like higher rated content that we're producing. Like if they can, if they can find a way to like, great, we're going to keep the same thing. We're going to separate the options so that it's like, you know, a little more responsible because we're that responsible parent. They could cost it up. I feel want, like if they did that, they might cut another section for more yeah. money. Is the yeah. after dark? Sounds like this is the after dark is plus, <laughs> is plus <laughs> two more dollars a month for Skinamax Disney go, characters. Hey, the episode <laughs> Disney after dark. Tonight we're gonna watch. Uh, could get some weird clicks after dark. That's what it winds up being. I don't know. Like that just sounds something. Doesn't sound very family friendly at all. Oh, this is like a 
low key like this, this flick helps site. make families, Amy. This help makes families. You wonder oh why God. you have a Disney Plus? Just watch this. Oh <laughs> no, I don't want to make family watch Disney. I'm trying to keep my bloodline short and to the point, and like no expansions, keeping it in the box, literally. Oh <laughs> it in the box. All right, Amy. Come on, put that on a shirt. Keeping it in the box. <laughs> And they just literally just have like a a DNA or a little helix in a box. Like keeping it in the box. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, like I mean, we'll see. Disney has plenty of time and plenty of money to to grow and to grow, and they've been slowly acquiring everything. I feel like they're definitely going to still. But great, this is a Disney Fox production. This is a Disney. Crunchyroll production, whatever they're going to do and however they, even though I know HBO has Crunchyroll, like however they do the things that they do, Disney will at some point come to its grips and take it over. Um, We might even see, you know, for a while until they get that second site, a lot of these like films that are on Disney that like can skew a little more, a little bit more violent are like always edited down to like for the platform. So maybe we'll see them licensing out some things to Netflix again because they want that. Or maybe we'll see them develop their own licensing in 2024 when they can turn a profit finally. We'll see. Um, it's Google. But I do want to end on one thing, Kat. Kat uh, earlier you talked about um, position five and how you want to get it and all these fun things. Well, the PS5 went live and like on sale for everyone to go get it uh, last week uh, at several stores. And within seconds, they were all automatically uh, scooped up. Um, A lot of stores weren't prepared for nor equipped with the capabilities to combat uh, the sheer amount of bots that were automatically just logged in and just purchased so many PS5s within the, the, the second the window opened up. So that was a big issue. Another big issue is that over at Walmart, they had like four different times where they would restock the PS5s to like help, you know, keep people, you know, funneled in and great. This is one time, this is another time. And within seconds of each and every one of those slots, you couldn't get your PlayStation 5. And they have, again, saw the exact same problem they had last time with the pre-order, which is that you, of course, you click on it, you get lucky enough to see the add to cart sign, you get even more lucky enough to see into your credit card information sign, and you click confirm, and you get hit with no item in your in your, in your cart. Uh, and a lot of folks oh, who were fully expressing sh- uh, just sheer tears about how close they were and how I just got yoinked out of their hands. Um but, you know, they're saying that on Black Friday, they might restock some. So be on looking for that. Um, I mean, I know that Best Buy has been saying, hey, Black Friday, we're going to have it ready to rock and roll. Like be ready. Um, I know that for GameStop, <laughs> it could be a scam. It could be a scam. Who knows? I mean, I would wait if I were you. Um, but it looks like over at GameStop, um, they're going to have basically like two units uh, at every... <laughs> Every like at, at, at two units per, they'll have two units per location. It's like I guess two PS5s per location, and I kept reading them like that can't read them right. We're like, yeah, we'll have like two actual uh, in-store viable PS5s uh, at locations on Black Friday, meaning they'll have like limited online sales, but they'll have two physically. But you can get there early, you can probably snatch them up um, and get killed. You will get shaken away. Definitely, death match. definitely. <laughs> death People match. will be <laughs> dying. Like, will be this night. Right. I mean, just especially when, when when Black Friday hits, which is why I keep saying to y'all, are they going to establish a rule? Because I haven't heard any rules mm-hmm. yet about mm-hmm. how they're doing Black Friday this year. Like, no one's like, I haven't gotten an email. I haven't gotten like a blurb online. It's like. No realtor is going to tell us, hey, do you remember how you did Black Friday last year? Well, we're going to have to not do that because there are too many of y'all and it's a pandemic. So I've heard nothing about how they plan to do this. And I am so interested at what point are they going to spring up? Here are the new rules. Because if you're a teacher or an educator, you know that people need time to know what the rules are. At least days, (laughs) not like weeks ahead of when a thing they're they're excited to do is. Because I guarantee you, if they show up day of, like, hey, we're only letting in 15 people at a time, there's going to be a riot. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Need time to accept that things have changed, to be angry about it, 
and they show up and be prepared to do it. But if they show up, it's going to be, I mean, you thought telling folks to wear a mask in a store was crazy. Imagine telling folks they have to wear a mask and they can't come in during Black Friday when that usual mob rushes through. It's going to be a nightmare. I would stay home. Do we know if their stores open on Thanksgiving night? Do you know how that was? That's the new thing now in this this, era. A lot of them are going to be closed. I can't remember, but I know a bunch of them said we're not going to be open on Thanksgiving. Okay, so that's that's a silver lining because Mm -hmm. I thought that needed to happen anyway. But okay, people can't be like, I'm done with dinner. Let me go shopping. So that's one thing. So just we just need to figure out about this Black Friday thing if that's going to. We'll keep y'all posted. We'll it's gonna out. be next week. I'm not going, but I will do research for my computer. TikTok, Snapchat, Vine, Vine Facebook, I'm Instagram. I'm gonna give me a new meme next week. There's gonna be way too wait. many videos of people doing way too much for <laughs> all these items uh, in person, and my heart goes out to all these retail workers that have to deal with this during a pandemic, which is why I'm really hoping that these stores get their stuff together and decide we're gonna have to have stricter rules about this because it's a pandemic. Mm -hmm. And people generally in the past have not shown uh, any worries about human lives when they're trying to get to the half off toaster ovens that are in aisle five. So uh, I truly hope and wish that they decide to do something uh, in terms of like structuring this safely. Uh, And I hope that they get enough uh, folks who are gonna secure the space just to keep a watchful eye on people and protect people's lives because it's a pandemic and folks are really high strung right now. So not the best time to be angry at someone. Nope, nope, nope. That's what I got in my corner. My oh. corner ends with a watchful reminder about uh, taking care of yourself during this time. Get a fried turkey. Get a fried turkey. Or if you're a vegetarian, don't you get like fried tofu or something? Maybe. Ooh, also, quick thing. Tomorrow, if you did not already know, I hope you knew. Sorry. Tuesday, because this is coming on Friday. Uh, this week, Tasha's Collagen of Everything drops. If you're a big D&D fan, uh, this book literally rewrites the original player's handbook. It includes every unearth arcana entry. Uh, as you, if you play D and D and you go to the Wizards of the Coast website, you know that every so often they drop like a new revamped uh, character creation for characters. They fix the ranger character. They added some more cool classes. So this book is going to be an updated version of all those unearth arcanas that they've been releasing. It has twenty two customization of class options so this book is gonna literally be everything that you need to play uh current dnd uh if you're a huge fan of, of dungeons and dragon this is definitely gonna be like a must because again this has every updated system mechanic around how you originally started dungeons and dragons dungeons and dragons with that first book so definitely pick it up uh it's really fun they even entered they even uh wrote within the book a interesting blurb about uh race and how in the past they used uh, some stereotypes to describe some races that they definitely uh, don't want to carry over and that they they said in the book anything we write in here uh, is purely uh, optional don't stick to anything that you don't want to stick to uh, like we're just like writing here from a place of fiction, definitely interpret these characters and their backgrounds and their stereotypes up to your discretion. So that was cool. Enough. They at least took the time to distance themselves from some of this HP Lovecraftian descriptions of creatures. Uh, but again, Tasha's Colds and Everything drops this week. I already pre-ordered mine. I'm excited for it. Uh, it's just going to change up how I create all my characters from now on because it's going to have so many things, Raymond. Yep, I just, it's called Tasha's Cauldron. Of everything. Of, of everything? everything. I just need Wizard of the Coast to now do that within their workplace environment. Of, uh, uh, deal with diversity. But that's another interested. problem for another day. <laughs> hire a black nerd. We're out here doing our thing. <laughs> just doing treat them better. Because I know they hire them sometimes. They need to treat them better. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm interested. I will look into mm. that uh, book myself. Check it out. Is there a, a, a specific store? Or is it, or is it any store that sells anywhere? tabletop game and tabletop games and tabletop games accessories yeah, or, a, or a bookstore as well? 
I okay. gotta put it. Go to. I, I think I pre-ordered mine because I wanted the alternative cover because I feel like the alt covers are always like super dope. Uh, but you can if you go on like uh, Berkeley Games or Games of Berkeley, even though they're not a great place because they're Mina Raymond. Um, you can get it from Only there. Who's Mina Raymond? story a long time ago no i didn't appreciate it when it happened it wasn't great uh but yeah games of berkeley barnes and noble uh you can also check out uh gotham comic books also drops a lot of basically yeah so you can go there and get those really cool D books yay i will check out um ray do you have anything to add from your you over there um not today Everything okay. is. Uh, everything How about you, Amy? From your oracle What? Uh, nothing that I can think of. It's pressing. No readings. Okay. You want a reading? Yes. No. Uh, uh, pick a pick a fandom. For someone that was all about how dark magic this is, she's all about getting these readings right now. <laughs> I'm just adding an element to our show. We have some time. Uh, X-Men. Okay. Because I know she has one. No, I didn't know that was an option. She has everything. Just like Marlon has all the die, she has all the cards. It's beautiful. Aiming, what does your all-knowing eye see? Oh, I was going to ask you guys to to each uh, pick between one and eight. Eight. Marlon gets... This one. Oh, angel? Angel! Yeah. A metal oh, angel. The metal Archangel. angel. Five diamonds. Five diamonds means needing help, lack of money, loss of job. Oh. Probably just needing help. Well, damn. Okay. I'm going to be seven. I should have seven? said eight. Oh, are you serious? What? Seven? <laughs> you got Storm? Okay. I got Storm. Okay. And that is Queen of Needing help. Man. Is Losing pa- money. passionate, enthusiastic, Losing fun, job. career woman. Ooh. It's like they knew me. <laughs> See. Okay. You have so Gambit. Oh. oh, good. Which is six. Of spades. Um, moving on, change of direction, travel, putting the past behind you. Where are you Ooh, going, um, Ray? Uh, Pan. There you go, see? <laughs> Makes sense. With your brother, right? <laughs> no, I'm not actually going to Japan. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in his mind, maybe. I'd have to find a smuggler. Like, there'd be a whole process to even get there right now. Hey, that's <laughs> why you're playing Ghost of Tsushima to give you those skills so then when you do your duel with the smuggler, you know exactly how to yeah, take I him out. Yeah, I do know exactly what See? he will do and at that all, point, I guess. All, everything happens for water a reason, Ray. <laughs> yeah, definitely water stands. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Thank you, Amy, for that lovely reading. That was Touch so magic like, to really the show. You were like, are you serious? I was like, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it fell out. I'm like, she's not going to pick seven. Like, there's just two. Like, oh, she picked seven. Okay. Um, that was fun. Uh I think that's the end of our show. Thank you guys for coming together and talk about all the wonderful things we talked about. Listeners, thank you for taking a chance and listening and downloading. If you enjoy us today, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and our website, questonmedia.com slash geekforce, right? Uh, you can find geekforce at questonmedia.com. <laughs> I don't know the exact address. I just know it's... It might be. I'm trying to do the NPR thing, but okay. That it might works. be queston.media slash geekforce. Google Queston is. Media and That's the best advice I could give you right now. Or look on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you may find your podcasts. Your choice of podcasts. And for that, I will say, you guys, stay home, love each other, uh, have it great dinner if you're trying to eat this week already because some people are and geek on this episode of quest on media's geek force was produced in richmond california